Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. This show is intended for mature audiences. It contains adult themes and references to emotional and physical abuse. Please listen with care. A Dear Media original podcast. Session 8. Monkey See, Monkey Do. How was the train ride? Lovely to see you, Dr. Gildner. I flew here, actually. Madeline, how did it feel? I'd forgotten how wonderful first class can be. Flight attendants truly don't get enough credit. No, yes, yes, first class is great, but how did it feel to move through your anxiety and get on a plane? This couch isn't bad, Dr. Gildner. Not as comfortable as mine, of course, but not bad. All right, all right. Well, it felt... <laughs> it felt good, I guess. But I... I had Anton there for support. We decided to visit his mother in St. Petersburg before coming here. Oh, my God. A 13-hour journey was a little aggressive after so many years with my feet firmly on the ground. But turns out the thought of having another mother in my life was more nerve-wracking than the actual flight. But Anton's mother turned out to be lovely. I couldn't understand anything she said, but I haven't eaten so well in years. Quick stop to Toronto to see you. We saw Dad yesterday, then home. Wow, I am so happy for you. So, you were right. I wasn't ready to acknowledge my love for Anton, but once I thought about it, I had to act. If I crumbled every time I heard something frightening, I would have been in a straitjacket by the time I was nine. Madeline, I'm really... After you left, I was such a complete anxious wreck. I had a complete meltdown and hyperventilated so much I had to breathe into a paper bag. I learned how to do that in grade eight. I was deathly ill for a week... Suffice it to say, every orifice was active. I couldn't eat solid food. Vienna had to actually spoon-feed me with baby food and ice chips. And I couldn't even stand in my high heels because I was shaking so much. But then again, Anton says I shouldn't wear them anyway. He says they're putting holes in the floor and his heart because they hurt my feet and my back. But once I survived, I made a list of what had to be accomplished. I got a lot done since you've left. You mean since you terminated me? 
yes, that. AKA when I went fucking postal. <clears throat> Point one, I fixed a lot at work. I overhauled our website and hired interns to curate our social media. Yes, we have TikTok now. Everyone has to take courses in what the fuck they're supposed to be doing. If they can't pull their weight, they're gone. And we're recataloging our inventory system so everyone knows what we have and they don't have to constantly bug me. In short, I'm learning that thing you talked to me about. Delegating? <laughs> Delegating. Does anyone need a translation of what that means? Listen up! Thank you, Anton. Does anyone need a definition of delegating? No? Good. Anton and I are sick and tired of working till 2 a.m. while you, my highly paid associates, go out to dinner because I'm supposedly the only one who knows the merchandise. Well, you can all learn the merchandise or get out. We all know I pay the best in the industry, so you can fucking well start earning it. Strike one. Oh yes, there is now a three-strike rule for passive-aggressive and manipulative behavior. So, Lee, that is your first strike. Anyone who continues to be an annoying drama king, queen, or person will be fired if they don't clean up their act. Vienna will keep score. Looking forward to it. Additionally... All of you will learn to knock on my door before you barge into my office, and the office will now be closed on Sundays. Ah! You better wipe those tears, Emre, or I see a strike coming your way. And finally, everyone is allowed to fly. Gracias, Madre Maria. Yes, Madeline, yes! Despite being closed on Sundays, orders have just been flowing in, especially from the Chinese market. Maybe there's something to that whole TikTok thing. I've had three interior designers reach out from TikTok alone. Anton and I will be flying to Beijing next week. In fact, my company is running 13 flights a week now. I still get terrified and shriek at Anton not to crash and die, but he just holds me. He tells me I'm not a monster and everything will be fine. And he also reminds me he has a greater chance of dying being hit by a cab on the way to coffee. New York drivers. Madeline, I am so... Dr. Gildener, you've said enough. This is my session. I just have a lot to unload and will welcome your input once I get everything out in the open. Okay. I also redistributed Alexandra to the shipping department. I like to walk and get my own coffee these days, sometimes with Anton. And speaking of Anton, I bet you'd like to get the whole story. Anton? 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 Coming. Anton? Coming. Coming. Okay, I'm here. How can I help? Uh, uh, Go on. What disaster awaits our attention? I'm going to say something. Okay. But I don't want you to say anything after, okay? Promise? Fine, fine. 
I promise. I love you. I don't know if you love me, but you're moving in with me. I don't want children. I could never be like my mother, but maybe we could get a puppy. I don't really care for cats or birds. That I will not negotiate on. I, I still think we could have a lovely life together and it should be together because I love you. I've started clearing out drawers so you can move into my loft. So you, you should give notice on your apartment. Okay. I told you not to say anything. It is convenient you say this to me because I love you also. Well, you're lucky because I almost fired you instead so I wouldn't have to say anything. Uh, uh, uh. Quiet now. I think I can speak for everyone when I say it's about time. I am so happy for you. But what did your mother think about Anton moving in? Oh, sorry. I I forgot I'm not supposed to talk. It's fine. I kicked mother out. (laughs) That is point three on my list. Way to jump ahead of this expertly planned list, Dr. Gildener. Technically, my doorman kicked my mother out. He said she banged on the revolving door for almost half an hour, and he finally threatened to call the police to shut her up. Mrs. Arlington! If you don't calm down, I'll be forced to call the police. Uh, Get you back, make no mistake. Your mother must be so ashamed of me. (laughs) My mother is actually very proud of all that I've accomplished. Thank you very much. Are you ready for me to call you a cab now, Mrs. Arlington? I hate you. That's fine. That's fine. You can hate me all you want, but I can't leave you splayed out on our sidewalk for much longer. It's your choice now. Cab or police call. I'm going to call my daughter. That's fine. One more call and then cab. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, darling. I'm, uh, I'm outside your apartment, and this horrible man has me trapped outside. I don't know what I've done to make you act so hatefully toward me. I'm sure it's his fault and not yours. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's a big misunderstanding. Please don't leave me in that life. Please. I'll do anything. Anything you want. I swear, whatever you want me to be sorry for, I'll be sorry for it all. Pick up. Pick up, you little monster. How I got stuck with such a monstrous child, I'll never know. You better pick up. You better pick up. I play you some of the voicemails she left me. Her range of manipulation is remarkable. But it's just not worth it. For the first time in my life, I actually feel sorry for her. She finally stopped calling when I threatened to sell the new townhome I'd bought for her. I was in Palm Beach last week with Anton. I didn't even call her. A few weeks after you left, she flirted with Anton. And that was it. That was my uh, trigger, as you'd call it. We can call off the last straw search party because I have found it. (laughs) But from that point, I was just done. After so many years of her crap, I finally thought, oh, enough is enough. And I, I just blew sky high. 
She made Anton so uncomfortable. I, I can't take it. I want to protect Anton. He doesn't deserve it. I know you want to say neither do you. Boundaries, Madeline. But I'm working on it. Okay? All right. Now you go. Go on, Dr. Gildener. I welcome your valuable insight. Are you sure? Yes, yes, I'm done. Go on. I'm, I'm paying you, aren't I? Well, I very much enjoyed the play-by-play of the past couple months. It seems that despite everything I did, you improved. Going from fearing your mother to feeling sorry for her is a major turning point in your recovery. You're putting your needs above your mother's approval. She's lost the hold she had over you. You have the power now. That's something I never thought either of us would say, but I think you are right. At least I feel fucking powerful right now. (laughs) I'm sure it looks good on you. Oh, well, don't worry. I won't let it go to my head. (laughs) Please, let it go to your head. Yes, I guess humility never was my problem, was it? (laughs) I'm sorry I overwhelmed you in our last session. It was my mistake. No biggie. Hmm. I've been terrorized by an expert, and I've had to make battle plans my whole life. It is my forte. But... I've got to tell you, this time was hard. To be the hero of your life, you have to go through a lot. (laughs) I'm not a hero. You are to me. I just can't believe I spent so much of my life trying to be as kind as possible to Mother. I I did everything she wanted perfectly. Kept her secrets, took her abuse. All in the hope that one day she'd love me. I just wanted to come downstairs one single morning and not be greeted with good morning, monster. I don't think that's a lot to ask. You know... I was at the Toronto Zoo with my boys the other day and was reminded of some studies done on the gorillas there. Gorillas are known to be very good parents in the wild. Oh, yes. Uh, I I think Anton and I watched a documentary about that. Yeah. But in the zoo, the gorillas wouldn't even procreate. They were depressed, obsessive, ritualistic. Obsessive? Yes. Just like you and your mother. The zoo ended up bringing in males that had been raised in the wild... But the female gorillas were terrified. They had no idea what to do. They fought back ferociously because they thought they were being attacked during sex. Oh my god. The zoo gorillas had never seen healthy partnership or copulation in a troop, so they assumed it was a bad thing. Then the zoo tried artificially inseminating the gorillas. Most miscarried, but the few that gave birth, they tried to kill their newborns. How awful. Yeah, they thought the child was a dangerous foreign object they'd excreted. And as soon as the infant started moving, the mother would become alarmed by its presence and and beat it to death. Why? Well, these gorillas had never attached to their mothers. They'd never seen healthy examples of mother-child bonding. The next set of births, the zookeepers took the babies away from the mothers so the mothers wouldn't kill them. They even had a female zookeeper roleplay caring for and bonding with the infants. But the mother gorillas didn't catch on. And when they tried to gradually reintroduce the babies to the mothers, they'd still swap them away. Well, now I see why you're telling me this story. 
Well, the saddest part is that the baby would crawl back to the mother over and over again, trying to bond. Despite the mother almost killing the baby many times, the baby wouldn't give up. Instinctively, kids feel the need to bond with their mothers, but not all mothers know how to mother. Maternal skill is complicated, a combination of instinct and early socialization. I told you my mother's mother was so bad my father wouldn't let her in the house. I remember my mother saying she was rich, then she was poor, and then a snake. Exactly. Charlotte lacked the tools for motherhood, but society still expected her to do the job. And your family had good mothers in their orbit. Do you remember Sarah Chen did the right thing and called your housekeeper when your parents abandoned you to go to Russia? And Barry's mother, who was so loving. So Charlotte had some idea, albeit buried, that she wasn't fulfilling her job description. Yes, she called all the mothers we knew smothering. She said they were utterly incapable of discipline. And honestly, I, I believed her. Yeah. Why do you think the mother gorilla attacked the baby, but no other gorilla? The baby wanted something its mother couldn't give. Bingo. You blew your mother's cover. You were a symbol of failure to her. She knew subconsciously you needed something she couldn't give. <sighs> That's so incredibly sad. Deep down, that must have been so hard for her to feel so inadequate. It doesn't excuse her behavior, obviously, but it still sounds so tragic. I'm glad I never lived inside my mother's head. Yeah, being inside a narcissist's head is a scary place to be. But it was doubly hard for you because you were an only child. You didn't have a sibling to commiserate with or act as a substitute parent. You were alone with your dad. The two of you were in the basement eating scraps of food, terrified of Charlotte and yet hoping to be loved by her. It's so hard to imagine being terrified of her now. Just thinking of her writhing on the dirty sidewalk in front of my building while Martin looked on. Do you know how many dogs pee on that sidewalk? God... What's so scary about that? Well, I think you inherited a lot of your father's fear. Or I should say, you picked up on how scared he was of your mother and internalized it. You're right. I have this vivid memory of being in the car seat. Um, my father turned to me and said, uh, how are we going to make it, Maddie? Did I ever tell you that? I don't believe so, but that checks out. What an incredible weight to have on your shoulders. Not only did you have to take care of yourself, but your father made you responsible for his well-being as well. Your father acted like a frightened child instead of a protective parent. No, he's still acting like a frightened child. I'm not surprised. You know, my father didn't like Anton at first. He started to come around. You didn't have to bombard Anton with the state of the economy. I warned you, he isn't into investing. Arigato. Thank you. I'm getting this one, and I'm not going to fight about it. All right, fine. But I won't apologize for picking Anton's brain about the current financial atmosphere. 
How is he going to take care of you? This is what worries me. I don't need him to take care of me financially. I'll do that myself. What I need is for him to take care of my heart. Oh, well, maybe you're right. I did teach you well. I'm so proud of all you've accomplished, Maddie. And if you feel he's taking care of your heart, then I'm very happy for you. Thank you. Ah, here he is. What I miss? Um. Well, Maddie and I were just talking about you. I was wondering if you'd like to stay at the house for a few days on your way back from St. Petersburg next month. Really? Yes, it'll be fun. Don't you want to show Anton around your hometown? Well, yes, but Maddie, you're acting like I'm doing you some huge, gigantic favor. You're just introducing your partner to your parents. It's your home too. Well, if you think it'd be okay. Well, then it's settled, and you and I can get to know each other better. You golf? Uh, I can learn. I'll get some friends together. Oh, you're gonna love John Minsky. I, I think there's some Russian in his heritage somewhere. Thanks, Dad. Maybe we three can go play. I wouldn't want to overwhelm Anton. My game's rusty anyway. Hi, listeners. Laura here, one of the producers of Good Morning Monster. We'd like to take a brief moment to thank our sponsors and tell you a little bit about the fabulous and very fitting services they offer. Good Morning Monster deals with themes on mental health, anxiety, and depression, so we're really grateful to be partnering with HERS on this project. When you're experiencing anxiety or depression, getting help can feel impossible. Adding another thing to the to-do list, building up the energy to reach out, or even just figuring out where to start can feel totally overwhelming. That's why HERS makes it simple to get access to the treatment you need. If you visit forhers.com monster, you can complete a free online assessment whenever and wherever you want. A licensed healthcare professional will review your intake and then can prescribe a proven mental health medication if it's right for you. Once prescribed, HERS ships your medication to you directly for free. Plus, through the HERS app, you can track your refills, explore curated content, and message your care team anytime. If you've tried it all, it's time to try HERS. Start your free assessment today at forhers.com slash monster. That's forhers.com slash monster. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Controlled substances are not available through our platform. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If there's anything we can take away from Good Morning Monster, it's the lesson that talking things through with a licensed professional can be tremendously helpful when you're struggling with your mental health or you just want to improve your overall happiness. I personally see a therapist regularly when I'm having a rough time but even when things are going well in my life. I like to consistently improve my coping skills to build greater awareness about how my personal history affects my day-to-day now and to find ways to continue evolving, to continue growing into a healthier, more present version of myself. And I find that talking to a capable but compassionate, objective professional is the best way for me to do that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge if you need to. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com GMM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash G-M-M. I've been using HelloFresh for years, especially during busy production phases, and I can't say enough about how much I love it. HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. That means more time in my day and more money in my wallet. And the holiday season is right around the corner. The holidays can, of course, be especially hectic. And that's where HelloFresh's 15-minute meals come in. These quick fixes help you get a wholesome meal on the table in less time than it takes to get delivery. And if you're hosting it all for the holidays coming up, HelloFresh Market has all kinds of charcuterie boards, mouthwatering desserts to streamline your shopping. That's right, in case you missed it. HelloFresh is now so much more than delicious dinners. HelloFresh now also offers easy breakfasts, quick lunches, and snacks that can all be delivered along with your weekly box. As always, HelloFresh's ingredients travel from the farm straight to your door so you know they're fresh. Everything arrives pre-proportioned so you can get right to cooking quick. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MonsterFree and use code MonsterFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash MonsterFree with code MonsterFree. How are you feeling about the golf? Did you have enough lessons? Well, I'm no expert, but I have enough to play. It will be fine. I just want you to feel comfortable. My father is lovely, but he's a fierce competitor. And I know he'll try not to judge your skill level, but he still might, in spite of himself. I just want everything to go as well it as possible. It will be okay. Okay. But then there's my dad's girlfriend, Karen. Well... I, I think the less that you engage with her, the better. I doubt she'll like you, no matter what you do. Um, so why bother? Sometimes she's a bit unhinged, but... Oh, God. Here you go. Have a good one. Thank you. Oh, God. That doesn't sound good. Maybe they'll work it out. Oh, you're here already. Hi, Dad. Is everything okay? Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm so sorry, my dear. I think it's best if you stay in a hotel. Karen, she's, she's, uh, she's in a frenzy. Stay wherever you want. Only the best. On me, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, thank you for understanding and you, sir, will still have that round of golf. Not to worry. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I'll just, uh... Yeah. How inconvenient that he's told us after our driver left. Anton, do you mind calling another ride share? Are you okay? 
No. No, I'm not okay. Also not surprised. I'm sorry. Was a bit you. But let's keep it up, shall we? I don't want to start crying and make the driver think you've divorced me. Please, just just call a car so we can get out of here. You can't force others to get better, unfortunately. All we can do is change our expectations and protect our boundaries. I think I'm starting to understand that. Honestly, the most heartbreaking part is getting my hopes up, only to have them dashed over and over again. Isn't the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results? I've heard that, yes. So why? Why do I still have the hope that he'll change? He's never met my expectations. And he never will. I'm sure the baby gorilla felt the exact same way. Yes. Like it or not, I think I'll always love my parents to one extent or another, but... I refuse to spend more years of my life waiting on them to change. Thank goodness for therapy and caller ID. It must feel good to take control of your reality and your emotional state. You control the space around you. You're in charge of what you will and will not tolerate from the people in your life. Maybe my uterine cancer was a blessing. Hmm. Why do you say that? I have no goddamn idea how to be a mother. Or why people would ever want to do that. Just like my mother, I'm the baby gorilla who never got attached. I don't know if I've come far enough in my own recovery to treat a child better than I was treated. I think that's a very relatable fear. Many parents worry they'll repeat their parents' mistakes while raising their own kids. I would never, ever try to convince you to procreate, Madeline. But I do want to point out that while you were heavily influenced by your mother, you are not your mother. You would have challenges as a parent because you didn't have good role models. But you do not have narcissistic personality disorder and most likely would not replicate your mother's behavior. I'm going to choose not to tell Anton you said that. But I appreciate it all the same. Well, Dr. Gildener, I believe that's our time. Oh, yeah. So you are right. Well, I meant what I said. You should be proud of yourself. You've come incredibly far. And, uh, yeah, I I think a psychologist in New York will be able to take it from here. (laughs) Well, send Vienna your referrals, but let's not hold our breath. With my luck, I'll be back. Okay, well, if if you want to make a plane ride every week, be my guest. By the way, I saw Anton in your office when I was picking up my check. I can't believe you never told me how handsome he is. Oh, I may have bad anxiety, Dr. Gildener, but I do not have bad taste. <sighs> Very true. Hi, thanks for waiting. I'm ready for you. Good Morning Monster is a Dear Media production. Produced with Wolf at the Door. Based on Catherine Gildner's literary work, Good Morning Monster. Starring Britt Lauer as Kathy, Aya Cash as Madeline, Dan Stevens as Duncan, and Judith Light as Charlotte. 
This episode also features Amber Iman, Daniel Abelis, Carolina Hoyos, Jack Baca, Jenny Kwan, Pun Bandu, Quincy Dunbaker, and Rachel Napoleon. Good Morning Monster was executive produced, written, and created by Katherine Gildner. The show was written and produced by Alexandra E. Hartman. Directed and produced for Dear Media by Laura Ramaday. Executive produced by Winnie Kemp, Alex Kemp, and Chica Barbosa for Wolf at the Door. Executive produced for Dear Media by Jocelyn Falk, Paige Port, Lauren Bostick, and Michael Bostick. Casting by Kate Geller, CSA, assisted by Ross Schenker. Music composition by Daniel Burnell. Dialogue editing by Darren Bowling. Sound design and mix by Josh Falcon. Recording engineering by Bo Milkis. Associate produced for Wolf the Door by Makutsi Rakundo. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a rating and review.